It's certainly good to be in the Lord's house this evening. We thank God for his privilege letting us come this way. And uh, I've got a scripture I'd like to read in the book of Mark. You pray while I turn there. Just, just found it. And uh, glad to see everybody cheer. And uh, God sure been good to us. Let us come this way again. Okay. In uh, the 11th chapter of the book of Mark, uh, starting at verse 24. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire when you pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. And when you stand praying, forgive, if you have aught against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father forgive uh, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. And so, great words of Jesus. Let's stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for letting us be here this evening. God, thank you for each one that's come. Thank you for any visitors. God, thank you for those that's watching and listening on live stream. Uh, God, we pray for the sick and those that are not able to come. God, we just ask you to help them and bless them and bless us to have a, a Holy Ghost meeting. Help us to worship you tonight in spirit and truth, Lord. And we pray, God, that you speak to people's hearts. We ask these things, and we praise you in Jesus' name, and amen. You be seated. We turn the service over to the choir. Page 144.
It's good to be in the Lord's house tonight. I'll ask if everyone will to please stand. Anyone that has an unspoken prayer request ends all throughout the house. Remember those. Anybody with a spoken prayer request? Remember Larry Jordan in the morning. Anybody else? I'll say this, I said it last night in our Bible study, but there's a, a bunch of families getting ready to have babies here soon. There's a whole bunch of them, that's a big blessing, but um, let's really pray for them. Anybody else have anything at all? Let's be much in prayer for this service. We'll ask Brother Anthony lead us in prayer. ask at this time if anyone has a song or a testimony on your heart. Let's pray for it. 
pray for me because this is not my to sing in front of people it's just not my being in front of people period and uh, I knew I was going to have to sing and I all week long I knew I was going to have to sing and I thought just let me to get here tonight and I used to sing with my boys and my sister and my daughter and down at St. Mary's and I never sang by myself so just pray for me <laughs> you can feel the wind blow, but there's no one who knows where it's going. Sometimes it's the breeze gently stirring the trees as it's blowing. That's just how it is when the spirit within starts to flowing like those wind it's a warm gentle touch from the hand of the lord the hand of the lord has the strength to move mountains forge rivers and valleys and make oceans run dry. But that very same hand holds the sparrow that's fallen. What a blessing to know wherever I go, this hand's holding mine. And I, this is my favorite. There are times we all know when there's nowhere to go but to Jesus. Though the tempest may blow, he has promised he won't ever leave us. At the end of the road, he will carry the load for the weakest saying listen to me stand still and see the hand of the lord the hand of the lord has the strength to move mountains forge rivers and valleys and make oceans run dry but that very same hand holds the sparrow that's fallen. What a blessing to know wherever I go, this hand's holding mine. appreciate that song. Glad you follow the Lord. Does anybody else have anything on their heart at all? We were on our way over here and uh, I was flipping through some old songs and uh, one of my favorite songs came on. It was 
Homer singing uh, This Old House. And I, I just love that song. And it was starting to play and a little intro to the song. And I looked in the mirror and I told the boys, I said, this is one of the greatest bass singers to ever live, boys. Listen. And uh, as it started to play, I started thinking about Homer. And, uh, you know, he worked at Shawnee. And I went to Shawnee. So I saw him in the hallways. And I thought about I'd run up to him. And he'd have his arms wide open. And he'd give me a big old hug. And he'd say, there's my buddy. And uh, I started to miss him. And I started listening to the song. And that second verse, it started talking about how there was plenty of reasons for the Lord to move out of this old house, uh, but it was through grace that he stayed with me. And uh, I really appreciated that. But what I appreciated more was even though it's been quite a long time since Homer's passed, his testimony is still living on. And my boys can still get to know him spiritually through that testimony. And I hope when I'm dead and gone, I have a testimony that people can still be able to feel. I just felt like sharing that a little bit, but does anybody have anything else on their heart before we turn it over to our pastor? If not, we'll turn it over to you. being here. I appreciate this service. I've enjoyed it right from the start all the way up to right now. Everything's been done. Opening up and the singing and just everything. And uh, glad to be here. Uh, God's so good to us. Just even let us assemble together. Easy thing to take this for granted. So, well, we just went to prayer meeting Wednesday night. That's by the grace of God. And uh, so I'm glad that we're able to be here and that we are here. And uh, there's lots of folks that uh, I talked to that would like to come. It's not quite able. Let's keep them in our prayers and, and keep praying. I'll mention this. Uh, Linda's feeling a little better. She was still wasn't up to come tonight, but just keep praying for her too. And uh, uh, we got a lot to pray for. And right now, of course, we need to be praying for this meeting. And uh, let me ask again, anybody else feel like singing or you got a testimony on your heart? Uh, if you do, obey the Lord. There's plenty of time to follow the Lord. Anybody? Well, pretty much, we don't know the mind and hearts of these young preachers, but we're going to uh, look their way here in just a minute and uh, see which one of them feels like coming and got something on their heart. We want them to follow the Lord, and uh, I thank the Lord for them. And uh, so nobody else got anything. But every one of you fellows feels like coming. Come ahead. It's all welcome. One just uh, welcome as another. Yeah. Falling. That's good. 
Amen. Appreciate those words. Appreciate that. Thankful. Someone else. Anybody? Song or testimony? You're still welcome. All right. Whichever one you preachers got something, come ahead. If you do have something, maybe none of you does, but I kind of expected maybe one of you would. At least one of you. And uh, glad to have you. Glad to have you get up if you do feel like it. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm certainly willing to preach, but I have impression it's not my time to preach. It's not, I'm just not even in a spot where I'm considering it because I, I did ask the Lord, and, and uh, that's not my, that's not my spot tonight. So, if one of you fellows feel like preaching, the reason I explained that if you feel like preaching, you won't be getting my way because it's, it's not my time. And if it's your time, come ahead. And while, okay, let's pray. Pray for Jordan. I don't know if we'll do any preaching or not, but uh, I, I just got a such a small inkling to get up, so we'll follow him, and uh, if he lets us even just testify and say how good he's been to us, that's worth standing up for. And uh, i kind of been... Uh, fortunate in my life to know a lot of good people that were saved people and um, some of the best testimonies I ever heard was them just sit, standing up and saying thank you God for what you did for me and uh, so we're thankful to be here tonight but you pray I, like I said I don't, I don't know if I'll preach this or not but um, just something I kind of been thinking on here lately and Lord's kind of placed it in my mind and in my heart a little bit and um, you really pray i my heart's desire is always to get where the Lord's at. And um, that's always where I want to be. And, you know, I, I find myself, we were talking about this in the Bible study. I said, you know, I, I tried to have a constant conversation with him through the day. And, um, you know, I, there's, you know, we always read that verse that says, pray without ceasing. And, um, you know, it's kind of easy to do once you get in the habit of it. And uh, I used to think that was hard, but... I found out as time goes on, it's easy. You just keep talking to him. Just keep listening to him. And the day goes by and you sit there and you think, man, we had a good conversation today. And uh, so you pray and uh, just a few things I, I want to read out of here. And um, it's kind of a little bit about just uh, enjoying uh, things in the perspective of uh, how people uh, view things can really, um, I guess, help them in their enjoyment of the the grace God's given us and the work God's given us. And so you pray. This is over in uh, John. This is Third John, chapter 1. And uh, I'll just read the first couple of verses. But um, it says here, it says, The elder unto the well-beloved Gaius, whom I love in, tr in the truth. And uh, I love that because it doesn't say just I loved him. It says I love him in the truth. And uh, there's a big difference in that. Um, I love a lot of things, but there's a love God gave me for people that's a lot different than the love I have for other things. Uh, you know, there's a love I have for my family and my church and my friends, and uh, that love is backed by something that's way, way more than just a little blood pumping through the, the heart. Uh, it's backed by a spirit. And uh, so I really love how he starts off with that, but it goes on and says, 
Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. And you notice what he said there. He said, even as your soul prospereth. He knew how good he was doing on the inside. And he was wishing that he would do just as good on the outside as what God did for him on the inside. And uh, you think about that. That perspective of him to write that letter like that. That meant he was fully involved in that individual. And what I mean by that is he had been thinking on him. He had been watching him. He had been praying for him. He was indulged in that person. And I tell you what, there is nothing better than rejoicing with somebody that you're very personal with. You know, I, I think of all the times, you know, some of them, you know, family members, friends, some of them strangers that would come and get saved and to rejoice in what they had, knowing I had the same thing, the prayers I had prayed for them, the sacrifices we had made for them. That's good, that's good stuff. And uh, he goes on, he says, For I rejoice greatly when the brethren came and testified of the truth that is in thee. Even as thou walkest in the truth, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children walk in truth. I tell you what, folks. Sometimes we can get our mind on a lot of things. And we can say, well, you know, so-and-so, they, they did this this week, or they did that, and I just don't really care for it. Or we can go and we can say, oh, you know, I just don't really like the way that looks. I wish it was different. But I tell you what, when you get your perspective in a godly manner, and you get it in the Word, and you start looking at your friends and your family, and you start saying, God, I'm so thankful for them. God, I pray that you would just bless their day as much as their soul's been blessed by their salvation you gave them. But you can get in a spot where you can enjoy another level that God's graced your ability to get to. And what I mean by this, when you start dwelling in that area, you can find happiness in all your friends and all your family and all your church and all the people that are wandering around day to day that you see. And what I mean by that is, you know, I was thinking about all the disciples. They had people they cared about. They had people they talked to. They had people that they looked at and watched. And I believe they all had folks they were praying desperately for. They had people they were invested in. And I believe when those people would come and get saved or lives would be changed or even just them simply testifying maybe in a little meeting, I believe their soul just bubbled up. I believe that they got excited, Cooper. The same way I got excited one day when there was two individuals at a tent meeting got saved right here. That was my little brother and Taylor Goulet. When they got up and they said, I got saved, the joy that bubbled up I had been working and praying for those two individuals. You see, I was grinding for them because I knew that if God saved them, He would bless their days like He did mine. Folks, when we get embedded in people and we get invested in people, we can really find joy. See, when you invest yourself in work or you invest yourself in a hobby or a career or things of the world, uh, you know, that's fine and dandy and they have their place. But I tell you what, there's no true blessing like investing yourself in the children of God. And uh, when you do that, there's such a joy that comes out of it that can't even really be explained. I tell you what, 
Not in a million years would I ever tell you I would stand behind a pulpit and try to do the Lord's, Lord, the Lord's will of preaching. That's just not who I am. But I do it because, by God, I've seen what God can do in people's lives. I can, I've seen what good comes out of it. And I see the work that God does. And I think, Lord, I want a part of that. Not to, for my benefit, but because I know that through everyone else's benefit, I can get a little joy out of that. And that's a work worth doing. You see, when you get invested in God, God gets invested in you. And when God gets invested in you, He can use you. He comes in, and I'll put it this way, we're like a, a little toolbox full of all kinds of little tools. Each of us may have a different set. Each of us may have something that's a little different. When God gets us, we're pretty rusted and unusable. But by the time He cleans them all up, He's made little modifications. I tell you what, there's not a thing we can't work on that God gives us to work on. When the blueprint's right that God's given us, we can do just about anything. Why? Because God's the authority on that. See, we're just the tools. He's the carpenter. And I'm so glad that when we let God move in our lives, we can make big things happen. And I, I'm so grateful for that. So grateful for the need that God has for us to do all these little things through life. Why? Because if it was just about getting saved, it would kind of get boring. It would kind of be like, well, Lord, you can just take me now. What's the point of being here? But we get saved and we stay here because there's others that need what we've got. There's others that need to get what we've got. And that's important, more important than anything else you've got going on. You know, I was thinking a little bit today and I thought about Joshua and I know I preached on that not too long ago and Joshua just sticks out to me so, so fair and I, I love how he just dictated his life to every jot and tittle that God gave him. And uh, what I mean is he moved in such a way that there was just nothing but blessings wrote about Joshua. I mean, the guy just thrived. Why? Because he followed the Lord. And because he followed the Lord, his people thrived. They thrived for generations. You know, that's a good thing. I like to think that I've got my family set up for success sometimes. I like to think that financially we're in a good spot. And maybe someday I'll be able to leave them a little money or something like that. But you know what? I'm so glad that someday when I'm rolled up here and people are looking at me, they'll say the greatest investment he ever made was when he got saved. Look at how his wife benefited from it. Look at how his child benefited from it. Look at how his friends and church benefited from it. There is no greater blessing than when you, at the end of your days, people are sitting there saying, God really blessed that man. And he blessed his family because of what he did for him. Guys, it's not uh, something that's a far-fetched fantasy to believe that God can't change you. That God can't make improvements in your life. That God can't reach your family. All you got to do, time and time and time again, the Bible tells us, be willing. And if you're willing, God will use you. Now, I don't feel like going any further. That's just the thought I had. But I tell you, get serious about God and He'll get serious about you. You want to have blessings and joy in your life. You want to see your family in the future have blessings and joy. Get invested in God. Get saved. Make sure that you're starting your house and your blueprint out on the right cornerstone. 
Because if you don't, you'll look back one day and you'll say, I don't understand why this house didn't turn out right. I don't understand why this life didn't turn out right. And you'll look back to a day when there was a decision to be made. And God said, come, come. And you didn't. But I tell you what, there's no better feeling than when you can look back and say, praise God, I got that right. And everything else fell into place because of it. God is good this evening. I'm glad to be here. Well, I appreciate Jordan. That's a good message. And, uh, I thought as Jordan was preaching, what a joy it is to see your brothers and sisters doing good. And when they get a blessing, it blesses you too. And I thought I even thought this along the same line. This fits right into what you're saying. Uh, even if you got a brother or a sister that's in a bad spot. I thought the scripture, if a brother's overtaken in a fault, restore such a one in a spirit of meekness. When we're invested in them like you was preaching, Jordan, if we find one that's out of line, uh, we don't try to knock them on down. We try to reach out and love and pick them up. And when they uh, respond to that, and, uh, when God blesses them, well, it blesses us because we're part of that. It's just one big family in the Lord, and that's, that's kind of what you're preaching about. And boy, I appreciate that. That's, uh, I've, I've seen it go the other way in times. And, uh, but boy, the Lord's not in the other way. <laughs> the Lord's in the right way. And uh, I'm glad to be here tonight and glad for, for what I feel and glad for that message. Anybody else got something on your heart tonight? Good to be here. Let's keep praying. Uh, pray for our services Sunday, Sunday night. Pray for our young preachers. We uh, need to keep praying for them just in general all the time. But here lately, they've been called on to uh, help and preach at our sister churches a lot. And we need to pray for them while that's going on, too. And, you know, if they're not here with us, well, we miss them. But we're so proud that God's using them. And got to work for them, and we need to uplift them in our prayers. And thank God for that. Okay. Anything else before we come to close? Well, if not, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. We ask Brother Sean to pray dismissal. Amen.